Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Breeding the Girl Next Door by Sissy Eleven It was halfway into my thirty-fifth year that the longing in my loins reached its pinnacle. As my friends settled down and had children, I was still living the bachelor life, but no longer enjoying it. The aching in my cock wasn't satisfied by one-night stands and flings anymore. I wanted something solid, a relationship, a pretty wife to call my own. Really, though, what I wanted more than anything, what I desperately craved, what I thought about night and day and nearly drove me insane, was to breed her. Yup, it's true. My main motive for wanting a wife was so I could stick my dick in her, knock that sweet bitch up, and watch her grow. Nothing gets me going like seeing a woman's face as my sperm travels up her tubes and into her yearning eggs. Feeling her take my hot spunk and absorbing it, knowing she can't stop her body from accepting me and growing our child makes me nearly rabid. Unfortunately, the ephemeral nature of my relationships didn't lend themselves to pregnancy, nor even bareback sex, for that matter. My conquests were constantly hampered by condoms and birth control, devices which were anathema to me in my drive to breed. So you might ask, Why don't you just marry someone and knock her up if you want to so badly? Well, the issue there is another thing, my obsession with young women. Darling little nineteen and twenty-year-olds. Giggly and sweet, with pert asses and perky tits that make my dick drool. Old enough to know what they want, but naive enough to let me take what I need. When I was in my twenties I could still get away with dating a college cutie, but now at thirty-five I'm viewed as creepy or predatory when I tried to get some young tail. Can you believe it? Well, I got tired of listening to my mates and their wives. I was done being set up on dates with their friends who were perfectly charming, but in whom I had no sexual interest. I was over it. So I decided to take my fate into my own hands. I was going to breed the wife I wanted, and no one was going to stop me. Not even her. My plan was set in motion due to a stroke of serendipity. Prior to my luck, I was at a loss for how to lure in my mate. I was uncomfortable going to the young bars as an older guy, and I avoided dating apps like the plague. Most of the women I matched with were just looking for a quick fuck, which is not what I had in mind. But when I saw Sadie, none of that mattered anymore. I knew she would be my wife. Sadie is the 19-year-old brunette beauty who recently moved in with her parents next door. An only child, she was prone to shyness and kept to herself. When I first said hello, she practically hid behind her folks. Her father and mother seemed a stern duo, which surely added to Sadie's skittish demeanor. Nonetheless, her petite body and her short skirt made me salivate. I never had much of a preference for size, but something about how tiny she was, how controllable, made me want to fold her in half and keep her there. I wanted to spread her legs out whether she chose to or not, break that tight pussy open and fill it to the brim. 
make her grow with my son. It wasn't easy to talk to Sadie at first. She went to community college, but outside of that her parents kept her very sheltered. She was always helping out around the house, and through my spying I learned she was deft at her domestic duties. Her mother even offered me some baked goods that Sadie had made, and as I ate them, I thought about how nice it would be to come home to her warm meals. My barefoot and pregnant little Sadie in the kitchen making something just for me. Finally, after a few weeks of tracking my prey, I decided to act. At this point I was quite infatuated, and my constant watching made me privy to her schedule. I knew she would take an evening walk alone around 8 p.m., so I put on a nicely fitted white polo, tucked it into my jeans, and threw on some boots to make me even taller. I guess I should probably describe myself now. Luckily for me, I'm a tall, strong guy. I'm not the most handsome, but I've learned that a nice frame, a beard, a manly effect, and some muscles can get you pretty far. I'm also aware that I have an intimidating visage, which some girls shy away from. Others cling on to me, though, and beg me to fuck them harder, so I walk with a bit of a swagger. I checked out my bulging arms and my tight sleeves, fluffed up my dark chest hair, sprayed some blue de Chanel, then headed out to say hello. We live on a cul-de-sac with a garden in the middle, which is exactly where I found my little fawn. She was sitting peacefully on a bench under the trees, away from street lamps and other prying eyes. I walked over to her and tried to crunch some leaves to make myself known. Hey there, Sadie. Mind telling me what a pretty lady like you is doing all alone out here in the dark? Oh, Mr. Peterson, you scared me. She nearly jumped off the bench when I arrived and her perfect little tits bounced. After calming down, she looked to the floor and blushed, realizing that I'd called her pretty. God, I love shy girls. My dick was growing just looking at her smooth legs and her white skirt. I wanted to spread them right there and ravish her, but that wouldn't bode well for the long run, so I quickly sat down before my meat became too prominent. It's okay, Sadie, you're safe with me. I just wanted to say hey since I haven't gotten the chance to yet. I gave her slim thigh a quick squeeze while telling her she needn't worry. This made her recoil and scutch away, but I spread my legs wider to maintain contact. Oh, sorry about that, Mr. Peterson. My parents are really strict and barely even let me out of the house. That's why I cherish these little walks I have at night. Finally, a moment to get away. That's too bad, Sadie. I turned to her and placed my hand on her leg again. A gorgeous girl like you shouldn't be stuck hanging out with her parents all day. Her face stained red. I gave her thigh another squeeze before letting go, but stayed turned towards her then laid one of my arms over the back of the bench. It was innocuous enough that I could have been doing it for comfort, but really I just wanted to be close to her. The tantalizing rose scent of her long hair was drawing me in, and I dreamed about nuzzling into it when we spooned in the future. Thank you, Mr. Peterson. But yes, they don't let me do anything. I haven't even made any friends yet. I'm so sorry, Sadie. I offered another sympathetic thigh squeeze. This time, though, my hand remained cupping her silky smooth leg as I continued. How about any boyfriends? Hmm? I bet all the college guys are chasing after you. I sensed she was uncomfortable with my hand there since she was slowly sliding away, but I just followed her until she was trapped between me and the bar at the end. Um, no, Mr. Peterson. I don't have a boyfriend, 
nor do the boys chase me. They think I'm weird because I'm quiet and my parents are really religious and strict. I'm sort of an outcast. Oh boy, she's religious too? That just about guaranteed that she's virgin. Which meant I could make her mine and mine alone. This girl was getting better by the second, and my thick cock responded accordingly. I didn't think she could see it growing, so I just kept staring tenderly at her. She still couldn't meet my eyes. Ah, Sadie, I consoled. Well, I'd be chasing after you, that's for sure. You wouldn't be able to keep me away from you. I pulsed her thigh again, and she looked up at me and smiled demurely. Mr. Peterson, she whispered before finally giggling. It was melodious. We talked for a few more minutes about silly things and I stayed firmly planted on her warm thigh the whole time. With my other arm now over her shoulder, she was trapped. When my curious hand slid too high up her leg she put both hers on mine and eyed me nervously. She seemed too petrified to speak, so I gave her a look that said, It's okay and left it there. Her shuddering ceased after a moment and she lay her hands down daintily as if accepting my advances. My cock was now throbbing, and I was sure Precum had coated my briefs ten times over. I didn't want to take Sadie any further tonight, even though I could have if I'd pleased, so finally I stood up then reached my hand down to lift her. She blushed while smoothing her trim skirt over her surprisingly plump behind, then put her hands behind her back and looked down. I loved how quickly she took to waiting for my lead, like a good wife should. I pulled her in for a quick hug then stepped back and told her. Sadie, I want to see you here again tomorrow at the same time. I told her very sweetly. But make no mistake, I told her. This wasn't a question. Much to my delight, she responded with a meek. Yes, Mr. Peterson. Good girl. We went our separate ways, and when I turned to check out her swishing skirt she was looking right back at me. She scurried away quickly. I left triumphant. When I got home I masturbated three times, each to the thought of my perfect Sadie. I wanted to take her away from her parents, and that school, keep her safe in my home. I wanted her ankles tied up to the headboard with her wrists above her head, splayed out spread eagle, pussy waiting to be filled over and over until pregnancy was inevitable. I wanted to watch her slim tummy bulge obscenely with child, and her small breasts grow heavy and full of nourishment. I knew if I was patient and firm I would succeed. The next day was spent solely thinking about my Sadie. I couldn't focus on work and dipped out early to hit the gym, but not even the iron could distract me. My every thought was of her. I got ready again around seven, this time wearing a long sleeve buttoned down to let even more chest hair out. I wanted to drown her in my masculinity. When walking over for my date, I picked out a striking red rose. I dead-horned the stem, so she wouldn't prick her delicate fingers, and sauntered over to my maiden. I desperately hoped she wouldn't get cold feet, and to my utter joy, she was right where she should be when I arrived. My sweet Sadie was standing under light streaks of waning moon, her pale skin glowing as I approached. Like a gentleman, I gave my lady a bow before handing her the rose. Her cheeks flushed scarlet, but she accepted it graciously with a little curtsy of her own. It felt like a true courtship, a pastime I sorely missed in the era of online dating, and the inherent power dynamic from our age gap made it all the more exquisite. Come, sweetheart, have a seat. I stood and held her hand as she sat down, then followed suit. 
She seemed less afraid of me, and wasn't shying away as I spread my thighs to touch her crossed legs. I put my arm over her shoulder, and she scooted towards me as if this was the natural way we should sit together. How was your day, sweetie? As she went on, my hand traveled back to its favorite spot, her svelte legs. Unfortunately, she had crossed them, so my access was somewhat denied. But that wasn't going to stop me. As she continued, I nodded understandingly at the right times, but really I was focused on opening her up. Um, Mr. Peterson. She whispered while squirming to keep her legs closed. She gripped my hairy forearm, which was exposed from my rolled-up sleeves, and her tiny hands could barely wrap around it. It's okay, baby. I cooed. I still hadn't moved my hand and wasn't planning to. She shuddered again but eventually lightened her grip. She put her hands in her lap in defeat. Can I tell you something, sweetheart? Yeah. You know I've been thinking about you all day. You haven't been off my mind for more than a second. I'm so glad you came tonight. I was stroking her hair with my other hand and saw her stifle a moan. She slowly started unhooking her legs. Were you thinking about me too, baby? Definitely not as much as I was about you, but I hope you did, at least for a minute. I played the nervous schoolbook card to gain some sympathy points, and it clearly worked. Um, yes, Mr. Peterson. I couldn't really stop thinking about you either. As she spoke, she opened her legs and granted me permission to her delectable inner thighs. They were as warm and inviting as I'd expected, and tonight I wasted little time finding the source of that heat. I walked my fingers up while simultaneously pulling her into me with my other arm. Mr. Peterson. S-H-H-H-H-H. I continued my way up and she kept spreading, unaware if this was something she wanted or not. She couldn't decide, so I did, and just kept going. M. She shuddered when I found the uppermost area her little thigh gap. I spread my middle and forefinger out in A-V to feel her softest spots. She just sat there shivering and squirming, but never moved away. Oh. She squeaked when I finally brushed her cotton panties. My slow build-up had left her wanting, and her desire was evident when I encountered damp fabric. M-M-R-P-P-P-H. I grunted hungrily when I felt her wetness. Her cunt was slickening itself from my entrance, and it was near impossible to not take her now. Sweetheart, I whispered, making her look me in the eyes. Are you getting wet for me? Does my little girl like when her man touches her? Ma'am. She nodded with much trepidation. Does that mean you like me? Because I like you a lot, baby girl. I really like you. I was rubbing circles around her panties, letting her juices soak into the cotton and dampen my fingers. Her scent would hopefully remain so I could jerk off to it later. Oh, yes. She groaned as my digits circumnavigated her uncharted territory. I still hadn't dipped under to touch her bare pussy, but I figured I needed to take it slowly, at least for now. To be honest, I didn't really want to finger her. I wanted her cunt to be pristine untouched when I stretched it open for the first time. I continued fondling her for a while and Sadie even seemed to get into it. She was terribly prude but did what came naturally to her, and was soon grinding her little pussy up against my hand. I stayed perfectly calm the whole time, even though an inferno was raging inside me. I needed her to understand I was in control. When I felt she'd had enough pleasure for the night— 
I pulled my hand away and swore I heard her whimper. I didn't want her to have an orgasm yet, though. Her first was going to be from my cock pounding her into oblivion. I reluctantly left her crotch and moved my hand up to brush aside her hair. She looked up at me pleadingly, so I did what we both needed. I leaned in and kissed my little Sadie so sweetly. I kept it PG, maybe PG-13, and just let our lips dance. Dipping in a little tongue made her giggle, but I held back from completely dominating her mouth. The kiss lasted a while and afterwards we stayed there fondling each other, while me fondling her. She was still playing coy, probably on account of her religious upbringing, but I didn't mind. I didn't want my Sadie to be easy to get. When my cock could no longer sit still I decided it was time to head home, so I stood my girl up and hugged her again. We kissed once more under the moonlight then I pulled my phone out to get her info. I took her number then told her I'd contact her soon then bid my girl adieu. That night I jerked off before bed while smelling the remnants of her musk on my fingers. I texted her. Good night, sweetheart. Thinking of you three inch. Good night, Mr. Peterson, smiley face. Her still calling me Mr. Peterson made me blow another load. To keep her on her toes, I waited a long time to reach out the next day. I like knowing I'm in control, and I love thinking about her daydreaming of me, desperately awaiting my text. I even saw the bubble icon pop up on my iMessage as if she was about to send something. But my shy fawn couldn't get herself to, which was fine with me. After a boring night of edging my cock, I finally texted her at 11 p.m. I want to see you tonight, sweetheart. In milliseconds the bubble was there. She replied, I want to see you too. But I can't, sad face. It's too late and my parents won't let me go out. Oh, but baby, I really want to see you. I'm so lonely on my couch. Oh, Mr. Peterson. Why don't you sneak out? Come on, don't leave me alone. I need you here, baby girl. Um, but what if my parents find out? I'll be grounded for life. They won't, they won't. Besides, your room is downstairs and right next to the door. Shit, I didn't mean to let slip that I knew which room she lived in. She didn't seem to notice, though. I guess you're right, maybe I could come. Not maybe, sweetheart, you're coming. I'll see you in fifteen minutes. I saw the typing bubble start and stopped multiple times and began to lose patience. Finally she responded. Okay. Just as expected, Sadie was punctual. I heard a faint knock at the door and opened it to a shivering girl with still damp hair. She had on a pair of booty shorts, surely the one she was wearing to bed, and a short crop top that put her trim waist on display. I pulled her into my arms immediately and leaned down for a kiss. I'm so glad you came, baby. I really wanted to see you. I wanted to see you, too, Mr. Peterson, but I'm so scared my parents will catch me. She'll be okay, sweetheart. I'll make sure you don't get in trouble. I held her hand and led her over to the couch, not giving her any time to second-guess her decision, even though her nerves were visible as she sat. I came up to her side and cuddled in much closer than on the bench. She was in my territory now. You miss me, baby? I asked while going in for a kiss. She nearly rebuffed, and it annoyed me, so I tried another tactic. I picked her up and laid her on her back, with her head against the arm of the couch, then leaned over to encase her. I kissed her softly, then more passionately, 
and after a few seconds of mumbling and head dodging from Sadie, she finally joined me. Playfully holding both her wrists in one hand, I snuck my other down to her shorts. Her face told me she was getting nervous, and her closing thighs made me think she didn't want it, but I knew what she needed better than she did. I kneeled up with my legs between hers and started spreading them till she opened. She tried to clamp together briefly but didn't stand a chance against me. With her legs now slightly spread I could see her thong through the holes in her shorts. Unlike last night, she was wearing a G-string today, which made me moan. My little girl got dressed up for me. While still holding her wrists together, I moved my other hand to her shorts and started feeling through the hole. Instead of cotton, though, tonight my fingers were graced with the velvety skin of her smooth pink lips. My little bitch had even shaved for me. Mr. Peterson, wait. S-H-H-H-H-H. I hushed while gliding my fingertips across her glistening kitty. Don't you feel how wet you're getting for me, baby girl? That means you like me. M. But Mr. Peterson, no one's ever done this to me before. That's okay, sweetheart, I'll teach you. I'll make you feel good. I kept rubbing all along her cunt, and she writhed below me. My polo and jeans were still on, but my cock was barking to be let out. No, Mr. Peterson. Sadie cried when she heard my belt jiggle. I whipped it off and threw it on the floor. Her cries didn't mean shit to me. I unzipped my pants and shimmied down my jeans with my free hand. Sadie was whimpering and shaking under me, but I kept her wrists held tight. I don't even think I needed to, though. She knew she wasn't going anywhere. I told you, baby, it's okay. I'm just gonna do something to make us both feel good. You're gonna love it, sweetheart. I pulled down my briefs and my raging monster smacked up against my stomach. Ah, she shrieked when she saw its length. At eight inches it wasn't going to be easy for her first fuck, but that wasn't my problem. I looked at her sternly and asked, Sweetheart, is this the first cock you've seen? She nodded and I grinned in response. Good, I needed to be sure you're a virgin before I take your little pussy. No. No. She pleaded but I shushed her before slipping off her shorts and shirt. She wasn't wearing a bra and her little titties jiggled as she shook. I grinned when I saw her pink nipples were undeniably erect. Her body was betraying her. I was also smug about how little she had fought me. My girl already knew her place. When I saw her panties, the last barrier between me and her pussy, I got angry. I ripped them off and she screamed, then I inhaled them like an animal before putting them in my pocket. These were mine to keep. S-H-H-H-H, baby, it's okay. I assured her while wiping away tears. Her hands were limp on her chest so I knew she had accepted her fate. I grabbed my dick and brought it to her pussy lips rubbing up and down to stimulate us both. Ah. She let out, probably by accident. She looked humiliated to be enjoying it, too. See? It feels good, doesn't it? I started my descent before waiting for a response, and soon my fat cock had breached her gushy folds. No, no! Please! Please, Mr. Peterson, please! I'm supposed to save this for my husband. I can't do this! You can do this, Sadie, and you will. I'm not stopping now, baby. No. She whimpered futilely again. Maybe if you didn't want this you shouldn't have showed up to my house in the middle of the night in your slutty outfit and thong with a shaved virgin pussy. 
Huh, sweetheart? Why would you do that if you didn't want this? No. No. But I dash. I was sick of her bitching so I covered her mouth. I know you want this, so quiet down now and let me take you. Mmm. She squealed as I inched into her core, though it was muffled. I kept spreading her legs wider, and as she opened her hips, copious fluids drenched my dick. She wanted this as badly as I did, even if she didn't know it. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Your pussy's so good. I groaned while plunging further and further. Her slick walls were stretching to accommodate me, her pussy doing little to stop the oncoming assault. I was now laying over her with one hand still on her mouth, the other wrapped around her head to pull her into me. I looked down at her, when my dick was halfway in, and saw the most beautiful sight, her pleading green eyes, begging me to dig even deeper. Whether that's what her actually gaze meant was not important. That's how I interpreted it, so I gave her what she needed and pulled her onto my dick fully. Mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
I could tell she was soon to burst, but I still needed one more confession from her. Oh, oh, oh. She was squealing when I shushed her and slowed my pace. I parked myself balls deep and put my finger on her clit. Do you want me to make you come, baby? Do you want to come on daddy's big cock? Oh, yes, yes, please, Mr. Peterson, please. My dick must have made her lose her shame because this slut couldn't get enough of it now. I need you to know that if I make you come like a little bitch, then I own this pussy. You hear me, baby? It's mine after this and I need you to understand that. That means I can take you when I want and you don't get to tell me no. Do you understand me? My speech must have terrified her because tears were again flowing. I wiped them away and went back to her clit, grazing it, making her needy. This pussy's mine now, baby, and we both know it. I just need you to admit it. I kept up my relentless edging and finally she gave in. Yes, Mr. Peterson. She whimpered. My pussy is yours. Good girl. With that, I pulled out till my tip felt air, then rammed it back in full force. My girl cried but I didn't mind, and was soon back to excavating her guts. Paired with my naughty fingers downstairs, Sadie lasted about thirty seconds before she wrapped her arms around my back and pulled me into her. Her raptures coaxed out my own, so I went in her ear and grunted. I'm gonna breed you, baby girl. Gonna give you my seed and make you mine. Gonna own you. My little wife. My little cunt. She babbled like a bitch, seemingly unafraid of the incoming load. I was positive she wasn't on the pill, though so my virile swimmers were sure to knock her up. I'm filling you up, baby, I'm breeding you now, bitch! I roared while sending my final quakes into her. I squeezed my ass and held myself as deep as I could while spilling my potent seed. I pictured my little guys working their way up, soon to intermix with her ova, then start creating our family. This bitch was mine. Oh, Mr. Peterson. Ugh. She trailed off as we both settled down. I wasn't about to pull out any time soon, so I held my girl's face and stroked her cheeks warmly. Her eyes were still closed from the ecstasy, and the agony from my brutality seemed a thing of the past. Did you like it, baby girl? Um, yes, Mr. Peterson. But, um, what about, what about, MMI, virginity? When she finally got it out, the waterworks had returned. Sadie, remember what I said? You're my girl now. But, but my husband is supposed to take my virginity. Now, Sadie, I said with a bit of impatience. You told me you're my bitch, so I don't want to hear you talking about another man ever again. Okay? She looked terrified, so I calmed down. Baby, just think of me as your husband now. That makes it a little better, huh? You said you're mine, so you gave yourself to me. Don't feel bad about that, baby. I kissed her and wiped more tears. Did you really mean it when you said you own my pussy now? Yes, baby, of course I meant it. I gave my dick, which was softening inside of her, a little pump. It's all mine, and I don't want you to forget that. Okay? Yes, Mr. Peterson. Good girl. Now just lie here with me for a moment. I started kissing her, and slowly she kissed back. Soon passions were flaring again, and I felt my dick rising within her. I flexed it as it grew, and she looked at me anxiously. Again. Yes, baby, and as many times as I need to after that. You're mine now, sweetheart, and so is this.
My dick was rock hard again so I pulled it out and jabbed it back in. She groaned but I took no mind and continued round two. Soon we were back at that precipice, desperately awaiting the ultimate release. You want it, baby? Yes. Yes, please. You gonna be a good girl for me? Gonna be my good bitch? Yes, yes, Mr. Peterson, I'll be your good bitch. We both shouted impassioned professions while reaching bliss. We cooled down together, and finally, after over an hour of being inside my girl, I exited completely. I stood and pulled my briefs and jeans back up, tucked in my shirt and grabbed my belt. I liked looking professional, especially when my bitch was naked. Before letting her go, I stacked a few pillows by Sadie's feet then propped her legs on top to force my seed even deeper. What are you doing, Mr. Peterson? Just relax, baby. You're my girl, right? My bitch. So you don't question me, okay? Yes, Mr. Peterson, sorry. I walked up beside her and slid two fingers in her used puss. She gasped but I silenced her then went about fingering to ensure maximum insemination. I started going faster and worked her into a frenzy, making her beg me to let her be mine. Please, please, Mr. Peterson. I churned out another oh then finally let her get up after I was sure she was pregnant. I smacked her ass a few times as she tried to dress which made her cringe, but I reminded her to keep her place around me lest I turn these playful spanks painful. We walked hand in hand to the door, and I was excited that this wouldn't be a one-time thing. I knew I had her hooked. We kissed again before I ushered her out, then I reminded her one final time. This is my pussy, you hear me? I shoved two fingers past the hole of her shorts, with no panties to protect her, and sank deep. She went on her toes and pleaded. Yes. It's your pussy. I promise. Good girl, now I'll text you when I want to see you next. Good night, baby. I smacked her ass one last time then hit the hay, happy as I'd ever been. That night I dreamed about pregnant Sadie naked in my kitchen. The next day I didn't text Sadie at all. It pained me to do it, but it was a necessary step in my process. That whole day she must have wondered. Does he still like me? Did I do something wrong? Was I bad at sex? I'm sure she was tossing and turning, but this delay would make her crave me even more. The day after, at 11 p.m., I finally texted her. Come over in 15 minutes. Like clockwork, the text bubble was there instantly, but then it stopped. Minutes passed, and I wondered if she would show. Then I got worried. Had she told her parents about us? Was I going to prison? I replayed the events of the previous night in my head thinking of ways I could convince a jury everything was 100% consensual. But when I heard a light knock on the door at 11.15, I knew everything would be okay. Hey, baby, how are you? I smiled and pulled her into a bear hug. Sadie didn't seem as excited to see me as I was her, and after quivering in my arms she asked, W.Y. didn't you text me yesterday? Oh, baby, I was busy. Did my girl miss me? Ah, that's so precious. I bet this missed me too, huh? I squeezed her crotch over her shorts, and she nuzzled into me, confirming my assumptions. Before leaving the foyer I commanded, Be a good girl and strip for me now. I want to see your little pussy and tits. W what? I raised my voice and repeated. I said strip. You're my bitch, and you will not question me. 
Bitches do not wear clothes in this house, so strip. I must have terrified her because I saw a tear fall as she raced out of her skimpy outfit. She stood in my hallway completely naked, dripping pussy lips shimmering under the chandelier. Whether or not she was afraid of me, she couldn't deny her primal needs. That's a good girl. I soothed as I came in for another hug. From now on, when you get in this house you will strip immediately, okay, baby? She buried into my chest and nodded as I stroked her hair. See, you don't need to be afraid. Just be a good girl and listen to me. You'll learn your place. Her teary cheek wetted my button down as I held her close. I cupped her naked ass in one hand and relished in my access to her teen body. It excited me that I looked ready to go to the office, to conquer the world, while my girl was naked and helpless. Baby, I want you to get on your knees now, okay? She looked at me inquisitively and was about to ask something but I reminded her. What did I say about questioning me, girl? And she quickly dropped down. I've already told you that I own your pussy, right? She nodded with embarrassment. So next I'm going to own your throat. Come, girl, come give daddy a kiss. She started getting up but I shook my head and pointed to my zipper. She understood what I meant and crawled to me, her whole body shaking when she got up to it. That's it, girl, go on. Kiss it. I grabbed the back of her head lightly and pulled her into my groin. Her lips hit my suit pants and soon she was placing gentle kisses on my bulge. I kept her head still and bade her to continue, even though she whimpered a few times. My rapidly growing cock was visible down my leg so I grabbed her hand and placed it on him. I taught her to rub it up and down, then let go and allowed her to continue. Do you like kissing me there, sweetheart? She looked at me bashfully but the puddle forming underneath her was proof enough. Then why don't you open up my zipper so you can kiss the real thing? Go on, get my dick out, girl. I want you to kiss it. She knew better than to deny me, and was possibly horny herself, so she worked quickly to coax my dick out of my zipper. I decided to leave my pants on because it seriously turned me on to see my bitch naked while I wasn't. My dominance was palpable. Her curiousness when holding my dick for the first time was something I'll cherish forever. The look on her face as she cautiously explored my masses burned into my memory. How about a kiss? I teased after I was over her hand job. She kissed the leaking tip and strings of precum stuck to her lips. I instructed her to kiss up and down the shaft, to give it proper respect to worship it. I made her put her hands behind her back in total submission. Open your mouth now and stick your tongue out. That's a good girl. I grabbed my cock and tapped it on her tongue. I drew it side to side across her pouty lips to coat them with leakage, and popped the tip in to give her a taste. Keep that mouth open, girl. I didn't tell you to close it. I docked my tip then pulled her hair into a ponytail with one hand and grabbed the back of her head with the other. About an inch went in before Sadie squealed and put her hands up on my quads. Hands behind your back, bitch. Soe, soe. She mumbled through tears, my dick blocking her speech. That's okay, baby. Just open up because daddy's gonna take that throat now. She sputtered and coughed as I pushed into her mouth, but that didn't stop me. I stared at her jutting tits, displayed prominently in her subservient position, while I told her to suck the measly three inches I'd fed her. Wrap your lips around me and suck. Use your tongue, little bitch. Make me feel good. 
and don't even think about hitting me with your teeth, or you'll regret it. I yanked her hair up to let her know I was serious. She sucked my cock in my front hallway for a good fifteen minutes. I needed her to get used to being on her knees. I let her off easy at first, allowing her to slurp at her own pace. But when I got bored I grabbed her head and pushed, then pushed some more. My cock shoved past her tonsils and she gagged and choked. Saliva dripped down her chin while I held her neck and throat fucked her. Sometimes I let her breathe, then looked down at her sternly in expectation. Thank you. She'd gasp pathetically before I went back in for more. Now I own your throat. I boasted when I pulled out at last. I was still holding her hair in one hand and the way she looked was priceless. Naked and afraid, throat sore, on her knees, hands behind her back, silently waiting for her next command. Come now, girl, it's time to breed you again. I definitely wasn't going to let my cum go to waste in her mouth, so I let go of her hair and picked her up in a cradle position. I carried her up the stairs and brought her to the master bed. As I laid her down on it I told her, This is our marital bed, sweetheart. This is where a husband takes his wife. She backed up into the pillows as I undressed, but there was nowhere to hide. Her eyes widened at my powerful physique, and I think it embarrassed her to be turned on. With the lights dimmed, I joined my girl in bed. Are you? Oh. Gonna take me again? Yee. Sadie could barely speak with my fingers exploring her already soaking cunt. Of course, baby. I own that pussy, so it's my right to fuck it when I please. And I want to now, so lay back and spread your legs, girl. I wanted to see if she would follow my order, even though it was terribly humiliating to offer herself to me. Slowly she leaned back and splayed her legs out, giving me full access to her hairless, teen slit. Now ask me nicely, my little bitch. Please, Mr. Peterson. Please will you fuck me. It didn't matter to me if she meant it or not. What mattered was that when I lined my dick up to her little puss it was sopping, just begging for me to go inside. So I did. Ugh, no. I'm still tender. I know, baby, and daddy's gonna take you slowly. I'll make you feel real good. I did what I promised and gave her a sensual fuck that had us both groaning. She met my cock with her hips a few times so I knew she liked it and sped up to reciprocate. After a few more deep strokes we both exploded. I guess that foreplay really did us in. We cuddled after and I held her head close to my heart. Did you like sucking my dick, baby? When she didn't reply I reached down and grabbed her pussy hard from the back. I said, did you like sucking me dick? Oh, yes, yes, sorry, Mr. Peterson. Good. I knew you would. I'm going to let you suck my dick every time you come over. Would you like that? Yes, Mr. Peterson. Before letting her out the door to go home, I made sure to kiss and pet her lovingly. The better state of mind she left in, the more she would forget the harsh blowjob and still crave my touch. I was horny the next day, so there was no time between lumps. Very methodical in my process, I again texted Sadie at 11 p.m. 15 minutes. This curt message was sure to confuse her, but like a puppy she showed up wagging at 11.15. Hello again, darling. I swept her in and stood firmly as I awaited her next move. When she didn't immediately strip, I glared at her which jogged her memory. It pleased me when she peeped out an apology while getting bare. To show her I was happy, 
I gave her a kiss and a few butt touches. Then, again, I stood in front of her waiting. Again, nothing. Did she forget everything I taught her? And where should a bitch be when she enters her man's home? I snapped and pointed to the floor. Yes, sorry, Mr. Peterson. She scurried to her knees and looked up at me waiting for an order. Good bitch. That's the last time I'm going to tell you. Next time there will be consequences. We went through the motions of the night before, with Sadie getting more skilled at pleasing me orally. She seemed a predestined cocksucker, someone whose mouth was made not to speak, but to be filled. I would speak for her. Do you feel my seeds swimming in your little belly? I asked cheerfully as we lay together after another round of breeding. She didn't respond, probably because she was avoiding thinking about getting pregnant. I let her ruminate as we cuddled before I sent her out the door. A week went by before I decided to text her again. I knew I held immense power over this girl, and that she had probably suffered greatly while waiting to hear from me. I pictured her sullen and doubtful, putting her entire worth into my affection. It made me feel like a god. This message was even more brief than the last. 15. She looked as dejected as I expected when she arrived. I invited her in and waited patiently for her to strip. It took longer than I would have liked, but ultimately she denuded. I snapped my fingers and pointed to the floor when she was done, but to my dismay she didn't obey. I snapped again and my nostrils flared. Damn it, woman! Why aren't you on your knees? I don't want to. What was that? I got up close and gripped her thin arm. I don't wanna. You little bitch. I grumbled while pulling her over to the couch. She squealed and wriggled as I threw her over my lap, but I held her down. Didn't I tell you, girl? You're my bitch, so you follow my rules. Now I know I didn't text you, but I was busy. I have a lot to do, and sometimes you're just gonna have to wait. But that doesn't mean you get to be disobedient. Do you know what happens to disobedient little girls? She seemed slightly relieved at my explanation for lack of correspondence, but was still terrified when she replied, They get punished. Yes they do, baby, yes they do. I was petting her ass and pussy and holding her hands with my other. She calmed a bit and nuzzled into me, probably trying to evade punishment. Like that was going to happen. I'm gonna give you a spanking now, girl because you disrespected me. I told you, when you get in my house you get naked and kneel. And when your man your master gives you a commandment it's law. You can hold my hand while I spank you, but I don't want any kicking or screaming. Take it like a good bitch, and remember this the next time you think about acting out. She whimpered fearfully as I brought my right hand up and crashed it down on her cheek. Aya! Mr. Peterson! Silence! You lay there and take what you deserve. I went back to smacking her cheeks with vigor. Each spank sent shockwaves down her jiggly bum and the pink hue forming made me lick my lips. I love a rosy bitch. Are you gonna respect me, girl? Yes, yes. Good. I don't like doing this to you. That's a lie. But I have to when you don't listen. To put you back in your place. When the session finished I let my girl blubber into my hand while I played with her kitty. She responded well to spanking and was dripping down her thighs, soaking my pants. I thought about making her do my dry cleaning while sending a finger deep inside her begging pussy. She responded gutturally. 
Are you gonna get on your knees like a good bitch now? Or am I going to have to take off my belt? Sadie spasmed when she heard that and fell straight to her knees, hands behind her back, eyes to the floor. See, spankings do work. Such a sweet girl, Sadie. Come. Suck daddy's dick. I was feeling generous so I let her go at her own pace while I relaxed on the couch. I didn't think she needed double abuse, and I'm sure I still put the fear of me into her. I'm going to give you another lesson now, okay? She spit out my cock and looked up at me. From now on, when I say present, you're going to stop whatever you're doing, turn around, put your head down on the ground, and push your ass up in the air. You're going to present your little pussy for me. Okay? Let's try it. Present! Sadie cautiously turned and put her arms in front of her, then leaned forward until her cheek was to the carpet. Arch that back, bitch. And spread those legs a little more. Remember, you're presenting to me. Together we worked to maneuver her until she was exactly as I wanted. Good. Don't you go forgetting this position, girl. You know what'll happen if you do. I teased her with a light spank and she jolted, but remained in place. Get up now, girl. Finally, I hugged her, and she melted into me. I tilted her head up and kissed my girl. You missed me, huh, baby? I know, I know you did. I rubbed her cheek and looked at her. I wish you wouldn't make me spank you, but you understand why I had to. I made her look back at me and acknowledge that the spanking was her fault. That she could have avoided it if she had just obeyed. She apologized. It's okay. Since you missed me so badly, how about you go on upstairs and present yourself on the bed? I'll be up in a minute, and I want to see you there. I sent her up then hopped on my phone to shoot a few emails, waiting five minutes before I headed up so she dripped in anticipation. When I got in my room her propped up pussy twinkled like a guiding star for my cock. I dove right in. I fucked my bitch doggy and glowered at the handprints that were still marking my territory. Afterwards I told her to stay put while I went and washed my dick. I laid back down in bed with my girl still in position, then told her to present. She turned her pussy in my direction, and for the next hour I watched Sports Center with Sadie's cream-pied cunt in full view. The timing and activities of our sessions varied, but over the next month I fucked Sadie dozens of times. I trained her to take my dick, breeding her constantly, and when the month ended she had to be pregnant. So that's when I enacted the next part of the plan. Instead of texting Sadie the next day, or the next week, or even the next month, I made my girl wait in agony. I didn't communicate with her for three months, and the next time I did, well, that's the fun part. Exactly eighteen weeks after I'd first planted my seed in Sadie, I heard a knock around midnight. This wasn't a weak knock, though, which piqued my interest. When I opened the door I was greeted by a terse. Mr. Peterson. I had been waiting for this moment in the back of my mind and couldn't believe that it was actually happening. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Locklear. And hello, Sadie. For what do I have the pleasure of meeting you all in the middle of the night? You know damn well why we're here, Peterson. Standing there was a stoic, but internally fuming Mr. Locklear, with his bawling wife clamped to his arm. Mrs. Locklear couldn't bear to look at anyone but her husband and kept blubbering nonsense. Sadie stood alone in the back quietly rubbing her belly. Does this have something to do with your daughter, Mr. Locklear? Of course it does. 
Mrs. Locklear cried for him. You know what you did? Uh, what I did? Look, your daughter came on to me so I just did what any man would do. I bet you didn't know she snuck over to my house every night for a month, huh? You what? Sadie's father shouted at her. Please, Mom, Dad, I'm so sorry. Quiet, girl, her father spat. You. You. He returned to me. You took my daughter's purity. Her innocence. You bastard. You took it from her, and she'll never get it back. She's sold now. And our family name disgraced. Mrs. Locklear just kept wailing while her husband reverted his ire back to Sadie. And you. You little harlot. Running around at night. Sleeping with older men. And getting pregnant. Before you're married. Oh, the agony. Sir, if I may dash, no. You're going to listen to me, Mr. Peterson, and you're going to listen well. It's time you took responsibility for your actions. From now on, Sadie isn't just going to be your little fuck piece. Sadie cringed at this and I smirked. No, from now on, Sadie's going to be your wife. What? Sadie cried. Quiet. Yes, girl, you're going to be this man's wife to save our family a sliver of honor. You're going to marry as soon as I can make it happen, and you're going to live lawfully wedded until your day's end. Do you hear me? Yes, father. He turned to me. You hear me too, Peterson? You got her into this mess and you're going to help get her out. She's your responsibility now, and by God you are going to father this child. Do you have anything to say for yourself? I'm sorry it happened this way, but I would be honored to take your daughter. Come, Sadie, come to me. Sadie shuffled up shyly to the door. Listen to me, girl. Obey your husband. He's the only one who can help you now, so you better respect him. You can't come running home a single mother. Yes, father. I'm so sorry. I pulled Sadie into my chest and gave her a big hug. She needed it. I shut the door when I got sick of her crying mom and let them go on their way. In my mind, I wasn't the bad guy. This was the natural way of things. At some point they were going to give their daughter away, so why not now? Sadie, baby, you feel okay? I came up behind her and held her little body. She smelled incredibly feminine, like musk was seeping out of her pores. I put my hands on her belly and finally got to feel what I had been waiting for. My pregnant wife. Oh, sweetheart, it's so... Incredible. I nearly shed a tear while feeling up my beautiful woman. Her belly had softened slightly and now stuck out in a slight bulge. I held it from the bottom, my large hands cupping her womb, the womb that was full because of me. Me. I'm the one who made her pregnant. The only one. She's mine. I felt our bonds deepen with each breath. I'm so glad you're home now, baby, even if it had to be this way. Oh, Mr. Peterson. She turned and cried into me so I protected her. S-H-H-H-H-H. It's okay, baby, it's okay. We stood like this for a while until I asked. But honey, aren't you forgetting something? I knew she'd had a hard day, but I'm a stickler for rules and thought it made sense to start our relationship off on the right foot. I waited patiently while she undressed, then stared in awe at her newly shaped body. Her once slim hips had widened, her ass and legs were more fleshy, and obviously she had her growing belly. 
But the best part of all was her breasts. They must have gone up two cup sizes since I'd last seen her. I rushed over to grab my girl and kiss her everywhere. We explored her changing body together, tracing our fingers over new surfaces. You're so lovely, baby. Now you know what's next. With a little more difficulty than a few months ago, she got down on her knees and looked up at me lovingly. Thin blue veins now crossed her plump tits and the view from up top was outstanding. I could definitely get used to this. And it was only going to get better. And when it's all over, I could do it again, and again, and again. Come my wife, give your husband a kiss. The End